Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world. Think about it. Yeah. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing the show. Yeah, yeah we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, this is Drew Lieberman. I'm down here in Atlanta at the Super Bowl on behalf of Nike. And this is by far the the biggest moment in Sideline Hustle's history. So I just wanted to take a minute to reflect on the progress that we've made as a brand and as a business. Um, And obviously none of this would be possible without our audience, which I'm so grateful for. We've built such an incredible community of of players, coaches, and fans that continue to grow by the day. And I can't thank you guys enough for the engagement and the the support that we receive on a daily basis. I mean, every single day, my DMs are flooded with either questions of of how players or coaches can get better or or even just a simple thank you. And that means the world. and, And I couldn't be happier to, to share this moment with you guys and, and continue to see this brand grow. Uh, most of the content from this episode is from the opening, which is a huge high school recruiting camp that Nike hosted over the summer. Uh, they flew me down to Dallas uh, to create some content with them, but it's also a, a good preview for the kind of content you can expect to see this week from us and some of the content we hope to create with Nike athletes here in Atlanta at the Super Bowl. Uh, the Just Do It slogan, I, I think, really speaks to, to doing, to taking action. And I think that mentality is at the core of our success here at Sideline Hustle. And you'll hear me talk about this at the end of the episode. Uh, But but when I started this brand, I didn't know how to make videos. I didn't know how to produce a podcast. Uh, I just thought I had a great idea and a great vision. So I simply, I took action and started to execute on a daily basis and push myself to produce content consistently. And now you look back, you know, we're 18 months later since starting the Sideline Hustle. We have over 45,000 followers across all platforms. And here I am in Atlanta at the biggest football event of the year. You know, on behalf of Nike, a brand that I've looked up to since I was a little kid. So it's a pretty cool moment. Uh, now that I'm here, I'm just I'm just really filled with gratitude. And I hope that we can all continue to work together to inspire each other to become better. And I will continue to do everything I can to give you guys the tools to succeed and, and continue to improve. Um, but just, just thank you guys for everything. Like I said, just filled with gratitude. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you're, you're tuned into Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Hustle all week. Uh, for new content and, and just daily updates on, on what I'm up to down here. When I was in Dallas with Nike at this huge high school football showcase called The Opening, uh, one of the major themes of the event was their infamous slogan, Just Do It. Uh, many of the athletes we hung out with were, were asked, what does Just Do It mean to you? And everyone there had their own personal spin on it, but but just about everyone echoed a lot of the same themes and that made me think of my own personal definition of, of just do it and how that might vary as a player versus being a coach or, or as a businessman. Uh, so I thought I'd put together a short podcast for you guys to talk about the just do it mentality a little further. It was the 30, 30th anniversary of just do it. 
just do it. The Nike marketing ad campaign was a lot bigger than just a tennis shoe or, you know, sportswear. This is Willie McGinnis. Willie McGinnis is a former New England Patriots linebacker. Uh, he was a two-time Pro Bowler and won three Super Bowl championships with the Patriots. It meant a lot more. Um, it serves to help athletes break down barriers as a rally cry to inspire self-belief. Which is dope. And it really fits in well to what we do because just do it is you know it basically was a slogan to to make to empower everybody to be an athlete right like you don't have to have lebron james skills to be an athlete like anybody with a body is an athlete is kind of their thought process if i said just do it mentally and physically far as whether it's football or other things what does that mean to you um i go back to think about preparation and how i'm going to do this task this is malik jefferson Malik Jefferson is an incoming rookie linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he was a third round pick out of Texas and is a recently Nike signed athlete who actually went through the opening himself when he was in high school, made it to Texas and, and now to the NFL. So a pretty, pretty cool story. Or wherever it's going to be. Um, because when you think just do it, it's just it's a simple statement. You just do your job or do whatever's happening to him. So when I think of just do it, I definitely think of just keep in mind task at hand and make sure I follow and execute my plan. Uh, for me, I think back to uh, high school time. This is Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is an incoming rookie cornerback for the Cleveland Browns. He was the fourth overall pick in the first round of this year's draft coming out of Ohio State. Actually, I had a coach that told me that I wouldn't be a college athlete. I wouldn't be able to play college ball. So, and he said that because my size or my speed, I don't, I don't really know why he said it, but that kind of motivated me. Stuff like that motivated me and kind of like, why can't I do it? Like, I always felt like I could do anything anybody else could do if not better. And that just always motivated me whenever people give me stuff to kind of lead me in the right direction. Like, okay, I'm gonna prove this person wrong. So that's really what just do it to me. To me, I think it goes perfectly in line of like, all right, like we're interviewing Rob Gronkowski but you're trying to humanize his skills. Like, hey, what do you do for route running that everyone else can do? You know what I mean? And like, just do it. Like, you don't have to look like Rob Gronkowski to run a great flag route. You know, and then we, we got a little bit of insight from Rob Gronkowski, which in an interview we'll post later, that, you know, he talks about, like, the uh, why he thinks his flag route, his corner route is the best route. What do you feel like your best route is right now, your favorite route? My favorite route is, is a flag route, because when I feel like I'm running full speed, I give a little move, and when I stick... Vertical I set at the top. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can burst out. That's yeah. my best. I can burst out right there how big I am. Yeah. I can burst right there on the stick and get to the flag. And so I think it's cool to like go on that theme and continue to like maybe have like a just do it podcast or something where you're humanizing these skills of these Nike athletes, but breaking down the techniques and their practice habits and their process. For me as a coach, you know, I'm always trying to instill the, the just do it mentality in my players. Um, and, and to me, the, the crux of it starts with eliminating doubt, eliminating excuses, you know, from their lives, because especially young kids like that is something that almost every young player carries with him is, is excuses as to why he can't push his game to the next level and doubt as to how he's going to get there. Um, and those are two things that, that prevent action and, you know, prevent progress in, in football and in all areas of life. The biggest thing I tell my guys that are struggling with any sort of self-doubt or any sort of excuses is just to lose themselves in, in the technique of their work, lose themselves in the technique of their craft. Um, don't compare yourself to the receiver next to you or one of your peers because everyone's process is different. Everyone's at a different stage along that process. 
uh, but rather just just lose yourself in, in your technique. Was that was that route the best type break I could possibly have? Did I have the best release I could possibly have? Uh, but I, I think a lot of kids, you know, look around and say, oh well, so and so is better than me here. So and so is better than me there, and, and it becomes, you know, a hindrance to them and, and prevents them from working hard, rather than just comparing themselves on play three to themselves on play one and did my technique improve? Nike's whole theory behind just do it is that anybody, any person that has a body can be an athlete. And so just do it. Go, go put the work in. You can be an athlete. You have a body. It's similar with receivers is that like, if you're playing for me, whether it's been a Wesleyan or Rutgers or Don Bosco, like you, you have some sort of talent. You have some sort of natural gifts that you've been born with. So focus on your technique then and allow your technique to maximize those talents. The higher level you go at, at Rutgers in the NFL, athletic ability and talent is more of a requirement than it is at the high school or Division three level. But at those levels, if you have great technique, anybody can become a good receiver, a serviceable receiver, if you master some of the nuances of your craft. That's what I try to tell kids is, is don't worry about where you're at compared to other people. Lock into your technique. Anybody can become a great receiver and, and with with some, some solid technique. And technique at the higher levels when talent and athletic ability is more required technique is what separates those guys and you see now the best receivers in the nfl the the odell beckhams the antonio browns the keenan allens you know the julio jones like yeah they all have different athletic talents that are superior but they're all great route runners and they all have great technique and I think that's what's separating those guys um another like kind of crazy thing i did to eliminate doubt and eliminate excuses in my guys. Uh, when I first got to Wesleyan was I, I allowed my receivers to call themselves wide receiver U, uh, which you probably see on a lot of my content, dub RU as, as we called it, but but I, I let them call themselves wide receiver U and we owned it. And I let, we started using hashtag WRU on social media. Uh, eventually it, they made it cooler and it evolved to, to dub RU. Um, but doing this rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, including including coaches on on staff with me. Uh, but I was never doing it to try to be cocky, although I was very confident in my abilities and very, very confident in the talent we had in that room. But it was never to like brag or show off. I did it to eliminate excuses from everybody involved, especially myself, because like, think about it. if we're going to have the audacity to call ourselves wide receiver, you we're, we're, we're the wide receiver group to look up to. You know, we're setting the standard for wide receiver play. And I'm going to have the balls to walk around and be the guy directing this and allowing this. Like, we better live up to it. We better we better come to work locked in every single day, ready, ready to go ball out every single day. They The players better be comfortable with the amount of pressure I'm going to put on them every single day to perform because you guys are the ones who wanted to embrace dub are you you want it to be the known as the wide receiver you well you better show up and live up to that every day and there's no excuses for anything less than that otherwise don't 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 have the the balls to, to call yourself that and, and it eliminated excuses for me too how, how am i gonna you know if i'm feeling if i didn't sleep all day because i was watching film the night before and, and i'm tired how am i gonna come out to practice sluggish if if i know that i'm supposed to be the guy representing dub are you and and i'm gonna allow my players to, to call themselves that and I, I think it was something that, that worked really well because it really did eliminate excuses when guys didn't want to work and guys didn't want to push themselves. You know, I would a lot of times I would challenge them with, hey, you, you guys want to be known as WRU. Like, this is what it takes, guys. Like, this is this is now the moment that like, you're, you're breaking down. You're at your breaking point. Like, if you want to be WRU, you want to be the wide receiver university. You better push through that and, and overcome some of some of those some of those fears you have or some of those excuses you, you have in your life. Uh, and, and I actually took it away from the kids at Wesleyan one offseason because I wasn't happy with their attendance, their effort in some of the offseason workouts. And I said, I don't want to hear it. 
I don't want to hear you call call yourselves Dub R U because you have you haven't earned this. And we were a young group going into my second year at Wesleyan, and and I was like, you know what, forget it. Like, don't don't use Dub R U. Don't I don't want to hear it from anybody because you guys don't deserve it, and I don't deserve it as a coach because I haven't obviously coached you well enough to where you guys are are living up to expectations. And we didn't use the phrase for you know the entire summer and and really most of the spring going into this last season. And it wasn't until we started to ball out again in August and preseason that I was like, all right, you know, dub are you on three? You know, we sort of break down the huddle that way. And obviously that was the year when, when we set a bunch of records and had a ton of success. So it was, it was a cool tactic that way. But football aside, the last, the last thing I want to talk about as far as the, the, the just do it mentality is I think it relates directly to business and all aspects of life. And at least, at least for me, in my experience starting the sideline hustle, I had the ultimate just do it mentality. Like I had no idea and knew nothing about producing podcasts or vlogs or any sort of the video work, any sort of, I didn't, I knew nothing about running a business either. All I'd done in my professional career was coach football. Um, and, and so I just kind of, you know, thought I had a great idea, thought we had a great concept for how to use social media and use technology to educate people about football. Um, I thought we had a cool idea, some cool stories for the podcast, but you know, I didn't have any money, so I couldn't hire someone else to produce the podcast for me or make these videos for me. Uh, if I wanted to get this business done, I had to just do it myself. And, and just, I, I watched three months of YouTube videos every day for three, four, five hours a day. Religiously, I learned how to produce a podcast, learn how to produce videos uh, and, and just really made it happen for myself. And rather than listen to all the people that said, well, you have no experience in this. You have, you know, you didn't go to business school. You don't do this. You're just a coach. What do you know? I just, I locked in every day and, and worked as hard as I possibly could at learning the craft and just, and just did it. And, didn't I, I didn't I believed in myself I didn't have any doubt because there was no other option for me if I if I wanted to build a life uh, that I was going to be happy doing and this was something that I was like I right, you know creating podcasts being an artist and a football coach at the same time is something I could do for the rest of my life and be happy with if that's the life I want to live like I need to make it happen I can't expect someone just to buy into the idea and give me some sort of a handout I needed to put in the work every day to learn how to produce my own videos produce my own podcast while going to grad school while coaching football and doing all these things like it would have been really easy to feel bad for myself but if I didn't put in the work that I had we wouldn't be where we are today as sideline hustle um so so you know I think it, and I kind of had the same mentality where Nike says anybody anyone who has a body can be an athlete I figured that anyone with a creative vision could could be an artist or anyone with a creative vision and, and a work ethic could start a business and and you know it's kind of cool to have lived it out a little bit a year later where We've got a real functioning business and a brand that's growing by the day. And, you know, all it took was was a, a lot of hard work, a, a lot of patience, which is probably the hardest thing to learn. But just that mentality of just do it. There's no excuses. I'm not going to doubt myself. I'm going to believe in myself no matter what. And, and continue to take the punches to the face, be willing to fail, be willing to lose, and just learn from all those mistakes. And, and it, it's that mentality, I think, can go a long way in helping people succeed. The ghetto will fellow the more. Oh my God, they speak venomous on the boy. Oh my Lord, my enemy is fear and I'm sure. Oh my God, they want the end of me because I'm pure. Oh my Lord, discipline for the win. I just go for it. It's a trend for these men to die on their own sword. Journey far, learn who you can be, but you can learn who you are when you around family. Chip off the shoulders of soldiers on a grizzle. My granddaddy, Matt Little, married Danny Little. They passed down wisdom, blessings were given. Pray my sins don't get passed to my children. I made a killer. I'm alive like the morning star. Call Jordans for the price on stocks of what the hornets are. I need evaluations, I'm savvy, y'all. Eating fagua and caviar, listen. Far too far from the apple tree. Yeah.